0: Hey, everybody. It's time for another episode of Couch Stories. This is the show where we talk a little bit with the guests that we just had on the podcast, learn a little bit more about this wonderful person that we had on the podcast, Chicago City Podcast, so you can learn more about what he is doing, how awesome he is, follow him, follow his amazing band, and all other people we have on this segment and have interesting stories about what happens in the wonderful city that we call Chicago. So I'd like to start this episode off by introducing our wonderful guest. It is the band leader, the extraordinary musician, pianist, songwriter, composer of all manner of amazing musical themes and songs and wonderfulness, and that is Max McGathy. Hello, Max. Hello. How are Hello, you? Hello, Justin. How are you? I'm doing well. That's excellent. I'm glad you are doing well got a scotch in hand that's right cheers to you <laughs> only the fine things on cow stories <laughs> the Chilling finer with scotch. Things. that's right that's right couch well cheers so what i like to do in this segment and we're gonna we're gonna we've, we're gonna do a little different actually you're okay you're a bit of a guinea pig for this segment all uh, for this time around so Obviously, I, I have some questions for you about you know who you are, how you got into music and everything like that. Let me just give a brief synopsis for those who may have not listened to the podcast yet or watched it. But um, Max was just on the podcast list with us, uh, Ron, Norm, Joe, and myself, and we were talking about the music industry and what it's like for... Uh, uh, bands and niche bands like yourself, well, how you go about it, and where the state of music is today, and then what it's like running a band, and what does success mean for a band. We had a really, really wonderful conversation. I really, really enjoyed that. I would have loved to have kept going, but we have to eventually uh, uh, cut those things short. But did you enjoy? Did you enjoy the uh, the conversation of being on yeah, the podcast? It was great. Excellent, excellent, good, good conversation. Yeah, and we know each other from high school, so we both went to yeah. Bennett Academy. Bennett Red Wings out in Lyle, Naperville area. We were in the same class. So, uh, you know, we we knew of each other, but actually we've really kind of uh, started to talk more and kind of work together a little bit more now that we've gotten a little older. And yeah. I saw you uh, perform. And, and it's funny because two of my good friends, uh, my friend and then his girlfriend, also know you, uh, yes, Corey. Yes, from, and, mm-hmm. from
1: uh, college.
0: Correct, correct. Correct. So uh, when I went to, they are like, hey, this great band is playing. We're going to go. And I saw you and then other people from Ben. I was like, Jesus, it's fucking Max. (laughs) So that was cool. And now we've reconnected and hopefully we'll do some work together on some short films and stuff as we've been discussing. But um, that's basically the synopsis. And what I would like to do here and what this is all about is I'd love to uh, hear about some interesting stories you may have about living in the city. Before we get to a couple of those, let's just do some, uh, some housekeeping things. So you run a band called Gramps the Vamp. Yes. And how would you describe the sound of Gramps the Vamp for those who are, would be unfamiliar with your amazing band? It's a post-apocalyptic
1: dance party. <laughs> that is the
0: best explanation of anything I've ever heard. With dark, heavy
1: grooves and... Uh, uh, like a retro cinematic kind of style.
0: Yes, yes, that is absolutely. We've gone stated. through
1: we've gone through many many phases of, <laughs> of what to, how to describe it. Uh, but that's what we're on right now.
0: Excellent, fantastic. Um,
1: yeah, it's it's definitely like something. It's obviously something you can dance to, and it's something that uh, it's instrumental music that is uh, uh, has a lot of cinematic melodies, cinematic elements, very influenced by. Uh, retro horror and sci-fi uh, f- you know from the 60s and 70s mm-hmm. and uh, kind of uses that as a lot of inspiration.
0: Yes I, that well well stated uh, for someone like myself who has seen you perform now I believe five maybe six times I saw you perform on Halloween at the Owl. That was a great, that was a great show. Y'all dressed up like ghouls. I mean, it was the whole ambiance yes. of the show was delightful, and I was right there in the front, and awesome. it was just, it was great. I really, really, really enjoyed listening to your band. I love your songs. Um, it's a really great vibe and atmosphere, and I, I am a sucker for bands that have horn section because I played saxophone. I, don't I know did, did not it. know that. Yeah, I don't know if we ever were in band. I feel like we might have been. Were you ever in jazz band? In high school? yeah. I feel like maybe we were in a jazz band together. I can't remember. Yeah. I kind of dropped out eventually after a while because I was, I was focusing on soccer and other shit. At, oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then that was kind of the end of that. But um, so you run Gramps, The Vamp, lead composer and, and band leader, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but when you uh, and, and obviously you have an amazing sound and we want to know. And as I've said, we'll post about when you have shows and stuff. So people can, can go and follow you and go see how great you are because I know how great you are. Um, but uh when you are not leading a band and composing music and you also teach music as well I correct i do uh yeah. w- so what what I- first before i ask you my question uh let's start with this question what uh what kind of music are you teaching right now
1: oh i i'm teaching piano okay. mostly um beginners to intermediate gotcha piano um, yeah it's really it's really a re- rewarding experience to just introduce somebody to the instrument
0: sure yeah and and are you primarily just a pianist, or do you play other instruments as well
1: i dabble in other instruments like uh like I, I i have i have a couple of guitars and i i get them out once in a while and no chords and kind of know my way around the instrument same with like bass guitar sure um haven't done a lot of drums but you know i piano is a rhythm instrument so right, right. i've got like the basics and and I also uh, I've been learning lately in the last couple of years I've been learning theremin, hmm. which um, what is that I'm not um, familiar with that it's th- it, it was the first ever electronic instrument ever invented huh it was invented I I'm gonna probably mess this this date up but I feel like in like the 1910s or early 20th century okay yeah uh, like uh, in like. I want to say like Soviet Russia or something like that, and it was just this really obscure instrument, but it, it came to define science fiction sound. Oh, it's okay. like that high pitched yeah sound yeah. that you hear on the yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, and you play it. Um, it's a sim. Synth- it's essentially a synthesizer, ah, and you okay. play it uh, without actually touching the instrument. It's the only instrument you play without touching hmm. uh, because there's an antenna on the left side which controls the volume so the closer you are to it the quieter it is so you can control the volume like this and the antenna on the right side controls the pitch so the closer you are the higher the pitch very and so it's very it definitely requires a lot of uh requires an ear to uh uh, to be able to play it because you just kind of have to self-tune and sure yeah yeah but i've been dabbling in that a little bit and um yeah some Mm -hmm. other stuff here and there but piano is the only thing i'd
0: get paid to do gotcha okay (laughs) Cool, but you've got some, some uh, additional thing that you're, mm-hmm. you're uh, aspiring to yeah. to be good at, uh, yeah. other instruments. That's very cool. Well, when you're not teaching and you're not uh, acquiring skills in the, the realm of music, what are some things that you, Max McGathy like to do outside of that? Hmm.
1: I enjoy
0: running. Hmm. Oh, that's right. You were a cross-country guy. I was actually not. In you were cross not a cross-country country guy, okay. But you've you've acquired a love of running.
1: Surprisingly, I was in lacrosse. Ah,
0: oh yeah, okay, nice. Which you know, yeah,
1: skinny, for a skinny guy, right, is a very yeah. dangerous. For Skinny pursuit. white guys, that, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, but yeah, I like to I like to run, um, at, ride my bike everywhere, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. do some active stuff. Um, yeah, I like I like all the arts. I like reading. I like going to going to shows. Um, I like seeing films, all that stuff. I, I'm gotcha. pretty active in in the art scene in Chicago. The art scene Nice,
0: yeah. very cool. Well, you got to talk to Joe. Joe's trying to get uh very involved in the art scene, so you guys can maybe chat about that afterwards. Joe, also a Bennett Academy Red Wing, by the way yes which is which is interesting. Uh, okay, very cool, very cool. um I have one last question then i I want to get to some of the stories for couch stories. So my last question for you, uh, just so that people can understand like your background of, of the band, how, because I, I don't know either, so I'm very curious, how did Grams the Vamp come about? And so that's part one. then my part two would be, what's, what would your ideal vision for Grams the Vamp be? Like where would you like to be in five years with the band? Let, well, let's let these people know what they can expect from you guys. Uh, the band started
1: in 2011 when uh, I just, I wanted to get together a house party band, like a Mm -hmm. band that would just play like some fun house shows in college. Sure, sure. Um, So I just got all the best musicians I could find. And we were playing like funk covers, like instrumental funk covers. We were very like straight ahead funk to start out. But it happened uh, like our earliest show was a Halloween show. Hmm. And it kind of like, we were like, okay, let's do like a funk like 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 let's play funk and like get everyone dancing, but uh, let's also like make it a little spookier, a little bit sure. darker, heavier, uh, just for the holiday. And it, it really had a re- it had a really great response. It really caught on, and we really liked how it how it uh, sounded. So we ended up writing more material in that style, and it's kind of started us on the trajectory that that uh, we've been on for the last eight years. Mm. Um, nine years. Yeah. Um, yeah. So th- it just kind of started for house parties and no. grew into something uh, a little bit more, um, artistically
0: fulfilling. And yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah.
1: What was the other question?
0: Part two was where, where do you see you guys in like, um, like five years from now? Like what is your, cause we were talking about this on the podcast, how like you need that person who's kind of, kind of drive the bus. Which is you for the band? So, like, where do you see the band going? Because you're, as we said, and as on the podcast, we've pledged to your Indiegogo, so you can. Uh, you're in the process of, of crafting a new album uh, right now. So uh, we wish you much luck, and let us know when Thank it's you. out because we definitely want to promote it for Thanks you. Thanks for contributing. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah, that was definitely always in the cards. Um, but wh- where where does you where do you see Grams the Vamp being in the future? you guys started from the house party you know house party thing but now you're you've toured you're going you're coming out with albums mm-hmm. I mean, you're playing around the city i know you've played in other places mm-hmm. uh beyond chicago so like where what you know where do you want to be
1: i'm pretty happy with uh what we're doing right now mm-hmm. i'd like i'd like to have us play more shows uh around this uh the country um possibly go overseas yeah that sure. would be amazing cuz we do have some we have reached out to uh uh europe a little bit or we've i wouldn't say a following but we have people who have uh uh been into the music in europe Mm -hmm. um so yeah i I see the band uh just keeping the post-apocalyptic dance party alive and just keep it (laughs) (laughs) i i suppose uh all
0: the ghouls and zombies come back. yeah (laughs) <laughs> for the Grams the vamp parties, man.
1: I would love for us to do more film stuff because sure. we we have been featured in a couple of films. Oh, cool! Um, like one short film, one feature length film, and so oh, I'd love my... to do more more of that. And ju- just keep making the music. Yeah. Um, doing what we can. I mean, it's it's a large group. There's it's a seven piece group, so it's hard to get everybody on board with uh, a really packed schedule all the time. But I'm always writing music that's in that kind of style. So even if it's, like, something that happens, like, oh, we go really hard for a month or two and then take the rest of the year off and then come back for a month or two and then take the rest of the year off, like, something like that is awesome, too. But right now I'm I'm excited to release this new album. Yes. Not looking too much far, too right. too farther down the road than that. I want to release this album. I want to tour. I want to do... I'd love to do like 30 or 40 tour dates um, around North America and uh, in support of it and just kind of see what happens. Yeah.
0: Well, those are good lofty goals, one step at a time. Those yeah. Are
1: good. I try not to think too far ahead because right. you just never really know. Right, you never or, know. Things happen. Um, but,
0: but right now it's really fulfilling.
1: And it's really uh, satisfying to me and it's something that excites me. That's the that's, thing. That's it's like the thing, yeah. After yeah. eight and a half, nine years – it still excites me to make this music and i feel like that's kind of rare like it yeah most bands have a life of maybe like 2 years um on average so
0: yeah that's cool. that's excellent yeah well i i hope you accomplish all of those goals so that's uh that's impressive and we are uh, going to continue to watch and support and hope that you continue to tour and enjoy that because that is, as we were talking about earlier, the life of the artist is the pursuit, mm-hmm. the journey of it, enjoying what you're doing with the good people that you're doing it with. And, yeah. I mean, it just makes life more fulfilling. If, if I, I feel like every human being should be doing some sort of creative endeavor because mm-hmm. otherwise you get to the doldrums of life, of yeah. working and, you know, kids yeah. or some shit, and then, you know, that's... That's that, but uh, yeah. having some sort of creative outlet really kind of brings fulfillment. So uh, happy that you have that with what you do with Graham's Vamp and your music, and I hope that that continues. Yeah. So uh, we'll we'll continue to support you from Chicago, sixty, and myself personally. So um, I'll come to your shows. Is what I'm <laughs> trying to say. Uh, but yeah. yeah, well, let me uh, let me move uh, into a new segment. Well, it's not really a new segment. It's kind of what this is all about. But we're gonna try something a little different because um, on other couch stories we've just kind of like done straight interview type of things but uh the title of the show is called couch stories so i would like to get a couple of stories from you about your about your life here in chicago so we'll start with an easy one at least i'm hoping it's going to be easy um so we all have uh have had interesting times i would say well let me ask you this question (laughs) because this will knock this out do you uh do you have you used the 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 loop the cta have yes, you? I okay. have used the CTA. Okay, great, good. So then I'll I'll even I'll even broaden it out a little bit for mm-hmm. you. So what I was I'd be curious. We all have funny stories about riding on the on a red line or a blue line or some shit, uh, or on the bus. So, do you have any funny or like crazy? Have you had a, a crazy moment either on on public transportation here in the in the city, either on the bus or on a CTA? You could share.
1: I f- yeah i feel like everybody does right i'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. notoriously bad at recalling these things but i will say one that sticks out to me is a really short one yeah is uh <laughs> i was with my friend nick cardelli a guitarist and we were just on we were on the train i think i was a red line um just talking really late at night and all this like there's not very many people on the car and yeah. all of a sudden uh like a six and a half foot tall man in a rabbit suit just like walks <laughs> onto the train and he's like it's like the two of us yeah like one other person like on the edge of the train and this rabbit
0: <laughs> and it wasn't easter time
1: and we are both kind of just like it's really late you know we just kind of like i feel like a lot of you listeners know like you just kind of don't want to stir the pot on the cta you right. just kind of want to like right. let, be cool Just let things uh, happen. Right. Just, you know. Yeah. Get off of your stop. Yeah. So we didn't really say anything. He gets off. And I turn to my friend Nick, and I'm like, what was up with that rabbit? (laughs) And Nick's like, what rabbit? (laughs) 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 Oh. Which which is Exactly that's, that's like delightful. true to character. Yeah, end, that's delightful. So. That is great.
0: <laughs> oh man, yeah. Yeah, I find um you definitely get the, the kooky characters coming on uh particularly late <laughs> at night or just yeah. random <laughs> moments and it's mm-hmm. uh it's very interesting riding around in public yeah. transportation. I haven't done as much of that as of late. Uh so I'm I'm working from home quite a bit mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And, and I, I also area for, I ride my bike everywhere now, yeah. so like I rarely use the yeah. CTA. Yeah, yeah. I I had been using it quite a bit uh, for a while, but now I'm. Uh, and I just got a new car, so I'm either driving my car, I'm taking Ubers, and I'm not like in my place is not really in a, a, a good area to like go take public transportation. Mm-hmm. I still gotta walk pretty far to mm-hmm. get to the buses, and it's just like it's not it's more of a hassle mm-hmm. in, in some cases. I'm not really near a you know, a brown line or anything. So, uh, you know, Kedzie one, but it's like 10, it's too long for me. Uh, <laughs> unless, unless I'm really, unless in the summertime, I might, in the summertime, if I, I might go use the brown line to get down for like meetings or something, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. cause it's like, okay, it's only $2.50. It's nice out, but in the winter, I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you have a car, that. use it. Yeah, right. You're paying I mean, for the insurance. Yeah, right. So, might as well fucking use the thing. So, yeah. um, it is technically winter time, and you're in your you're a born and bred Chicagoan, right? Yeah, uh, okay. yeah. Uh
1: huh. I was born in
0: in the babes.
1: at Loyola Hospital.
0: Oh wow. Okay. Do you know the hour? <laughs> I'm just kidding, I just can't with you. I, do. I, I don't give a shit. It's funny. I know some people are very particular about that, though. They're like, "I was born Monday, twenty fourth of August at nine fifteen PM. The was forty seven percent. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was in retrograde. Mm, the winter solstice was upon us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, we don't need to get. Uh... <laughs> that's funny. But it is uh, it is winter time. So I'm curious if you have uh, while li- how Well, let me ask you this: How long have you lived in the actual city proper? Um, since two thousand
1: eight.
0: Okay, so a little while. So a while. So a while yeah, away.
1: like eleven and a half years. Yeah, I think that's math.
0: Yeah, yeah, that seems I that think seems, that is math. That's math, math. That's correct. Yes. Uh, okay, so that's many winters here yeah. in the city, minus so. a
1: couple of stints, uh, like elsewhere. Gotcha. Like small, less than a year. Sure, 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 sure. sure.
0: But it's still uh, still a, yeah. a little time. Mm-hmm. So do you have um? Oh, really so we we had uh, uh the polar vortex not that many years ago whatever mm-hmm. do you have an uh, uh, uh an interesting story about uh traversing the harsh Chicago weather were you ever like st- like stuck out in the weather or had to hmm. get somewhere in the weather because I've had many times where Sorry. I've been like stuck trying to get somewhere and I'm like freezing my balls off because hmm. it's so cold or like being by the river. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, that huge gust of wind just, like, hits you. Have you ever exper- had any, like, experiences where you've dealt with the harshness of Chicago weather and just was like, holy shit, this is intense?
1: I feel like it's every day, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, I
0: I ride my, like, I, I am
1: a avid cyclist. Sure. Don't own a car. I ride my bike everywhere. Right. Um. So, it's like. I don't know. Kind of, they kind of just all blend together. I don't know if I have a story. Well, let me ask you. Well, I'll just ask
0: you about that then. So, since you're cycling, uh, uh, we'll start with that because that's actually an interesting thing. Well, staying on the topic for just a moment about dealing with the winter, um, have you found now that you're cycling, it's more difficult with the winter conditions to cycle than taking other forms of transportation, or have you enjoyed it more? Or what? What are some of the things that you notice with that? So I live in
1: uh, I live in Humboldt Park. There's nice. not sure. a very easy, like I think it takes like 25, 22 to 25 minutes to walk to the blue line okay from where I live. Um, so it's not a very, at that point, I might as well just bike anywhere in the right. city. Right, So I end up doing that and uh, I've borrowed a car from uh, family members in the past and like for winters and stuff sure. like that, um, but this winter I've done very little of that and I've noticed that the winter i mean it hasn't been a super bad winter but right it has it has been pretty cold and uh yeah. for a few weeks and uh i i've noticed it just hasn't been as bad I, it just hasn't felt as bad like once you just commit to being out in it and you bundle up i have a really nice big coat the sure huge like you know yeah. it's like a <laughs> arctic explorer right right yeah hood yes And once you just like get that all, get yourself all bundled up and and uh, and just commit to it, it's doesn't feel that bad to me.
0: Hmm. So that's nice. That's good.
1: I think I think it's when when you when you have when you take public transit every day and then you bike one day or something like that, or you drive every day and you bike one day in the winter. Then it's like that day sucks.
0: Right. 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 But uh, other than that, yeah. I think
1: I think if you commit to it, it's. It's Not worth worthwhile bad. pursuit. Yeah. yeah sure.
0: Have you ever, have you um, as you've been cycling around had uh, dealt with any crazy drivers or or had any? Oh yeah. Oh, do you get is there? Again, just like. Just like it's, just <laughs> every like it's just an everyday day. thing.
1: Okay. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I've had people like less in the city, but I've had people yell at me like, "Get mm. a car," <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> which is just so funny. <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous thing like <laughs> oh it's funny i've never i've never i don't know
1: how to process you, it right yeah I just, it's like, you know like, it's crazy kinda, people like yeah mad
0: that i'm taking up a quarter of the road right because you know. then they would uh, invariably be yelling at you because you stopped too soon or some other bullshit yeah. so there's no pleasing some people
1: i have been pulled over by a cop which i didn't even think that was possible but i got pulled over by a cop Uh, really on my bicycle because I cut through a sidewalk and sidewalks that you're not in Chicago is supposed to ride on the sidewalk. Right. They're like, you know, it was like a normal, like they walked behind me, you know, hands on their firearms. And I was like, Oh, what is going on here you know like <laughs> yeah. obviously like that's what they do that's just the protocol yeah. But, <laughs> right yeah but they're just like yeah you know it's not a ticketable offense but since we saw you riding on the sidewalk we have to stop you and take your driver's license and i'm like i'm riding a bike <laughs> 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 like, i'm riding a bicycle <laughs> there's no one else it's wind. you know it's yeah january right no one's on this sidewalk
0: but you but know, you, know, you know they're doing their jobs. rules are right? rules they're doing their job they're doing their jobs oh cpd stop resisting yeah, yeah. stop resisting on your bicycle <laughs> hilarious i have a gun okay all right cool oh that's interesting very nifty well let me uh let me switch uh, a little bit here and ask you if you have any interesting um perspective or, or stories about performing here in the sh- in chicago or mm-hmm. or it could be outside of chicago if you have a good chicago and that would be preferable uh but if any anyone do you have any um uh, stories from performing where like it was uh, something unexpected happened during mm. a performance where yeah. it, it challenged you to bits in some way or you had to adjust or something to make the show work. Because yeah. I find that those are, are always interesting moments and sometimes can be the most rewarding moments when something doesn't go exactly how you intended or planned, but then it ends up being rewarding because you either learn something from it, even if you failed in the yeah. moment, or you end up producing something even greater despite um, over having to overcome some circumstances. Anything yeah. like that that, that uh, has you experienced? Yeah, a couple things come to mind. Um,
1: one was, it was the band I had before Gramps the Vamp. Mm-hmm. We were called Mapmaker. And we were playing at Subterranean mm. in Wicker Park. Yeah, great, great, and, great uh, venue. I remember it, like, it was a part of the song where it was just piano and I was singing. It was just me singing and playing piano, mm-hmm. and the rest of the band was coming in like, sure, thirty seconds later, and all of a sudden, someone just walks on stage, grabs my sweater, not not too different than this cardigan I'm wearing right okay. now. Okay, grabs my sweater, holds it up, and is like, "Is this the one you're that you're looking for?" In the middle of the performance, in the middle like it's like my like solo, very quiet, kind of like everybody's hush, like. And he just like, is this the one? He's got a beer in his hand. He's like, is this the one? Was it behind your chair? It was like he walked up like like three feet away from me. Like I had put it like on my amp. Oh, gotcha. Okay, I understand. So he walked up on stage, went to my amp, took my sweater. Wow. And was like, is this the one you're looking for? And jeez, Louise. And I didn't know what to do. Like this was, uh, I was I was younger. I was less experienced. I think today if that happened, I would have stopped the song and be like, get the fuck off this stage. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Because this is so rude. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, 100%. But but I didn't know what to do, so I just kind of like went pale and just kept going. Show must go on kind of style. Sure, sure. But it was, yeah, it sucked. I mean, like sometimes as a performer, you just have like weird. Yeah, you
0: just got to.
1: Like, you know, not everybody knows the etiquette of, going to a show and which is kind or of or maybe silly. maybe they do and they just didn't care you know? or he was know. just super drunk who or knows? drunk you know you, you
0: basically i didn't know that was possible you got heckled in a music performance kind, um, i mean it wasn't me. really even dur-
1: it was just a disregard like it wasn't even directed right. at me it right. was just like like not understanding some though. guy's friend was like yeah i want to leave but like i think my sweater's on stage and the guy was like all right i'll go on i'll go whatever yeah. So that happened. Yeah, that happened. Uh, I also I remember the release of Gramps the Vamps' last record uh, to 2016. Our release show was during. One of the Cubs World Series games. Oh
0: <laughs> n- yeah, and no, I'm a no, Sox no, fan, no. but <laughs> okay. Well, that takes out one question from the lightning round.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm a die like a longtime, born and raised Sox fan. Got but, it. Okay. But uh, I remember like that just being tough. Is like just yeah. seeing, you know. I don't blame you guys. Like right. it's historic. They're like, you know, in the, it was Lincoln Hall, so like they have the the really nice like venue space and then but to see the TVs in the bar area you have to like go out the door
0: right lo- so go people out were the door going look, out looking but coming looking, back. looking coming back and, yeah that's distracting yeah, yeah I mean it wasn't sure, like I don't know if that's really a
1: story but it was just like something uh, some adversity to right to learn from and get over and just like all right people. You just have to do your thing. People aren't always going to be focused, especially if there's something else going on. Right. Like, right. you just have to like do your job as a performer and just give the best performance you have. Right.
0: Not let that uh affect you. Right. So. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Bad yeah. timing though. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I can I can share a similar story um with my show and I I just met with the guys last night, so I so I do uh, an Irish improv show with my two buddies and we had just done really well we had done a three-week run in March and it was going very well and then they're like hey do you want to do a show every one show a month which is what we wanted at the time we're like yeah 100% sure well (laughs) the first three months that we were going to do our show we picked Sunday nights like the last Sunday of every month well we ended up having a great string of luck where in April it was the Game of Thrones premiere for the final season, so (laughs) nobody showed up for that. Yeah. Then we had Memorial Day weekend after that, and then we had Gay Pride weekend after that. (laughs) It was tough time competing with those. It was like Jesus Christ, how how much could you know? What a horrible timing we chose. Why do we pick Thursday nights? But um, yeah. Sometimes there's just nothing you can do, but you got to just go out there and whoever is there, you. You perform because you're doing something you love, and you just kind of yeah. go with it's it.
1: It's interesting. I feel like, I don't know if this is unique to Chicago or not, but it, it feels like there is sort of like a rhythm to, b- like, a bit. Yeah, yeah. to like uh, whether people are interested in going out or not. Like, Yeah. It depends dep- on the like season. You're just always rolling the dice. And yeah.
0: Like, it's hard to kind of predict. Yeah. Winter, there's Fine. definitely a lot more hibernation and yeah. less going out because, although this winter has not been as bad as other winters, but there's still just the stigma of it's the winter, it's cold outside, mm-hmm. I'm gonna stay inside. Yeah. you know, you get your. Um, I'm guilty. Uh, what's what you, uh, what's the term? Not not cuddle buddy. Your, uh, you know what I'm talking about the, the cuffer. Yeah, cuffing season. Oh, Cuff, you know, I just you get heard about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, a term. I just you know. Heard about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, you know. Cuffing season. Cuffing season, where you yeah. find uh, a significant other and hibernate throughout yeah. the uh, winter. Uh, but, um, you know. Um, all right, well, last last quick, qu- oh, I don't know if it's quick, but last question of a story or something that I'm curious about. Uh, I always find this interesting to ask other perf- uh, perf- people who are performers and artists and whatnot, and then we're going to get to the lightning round after this, and then we're done. So, be prepared but my last question of a story or maybe an experience you could share being a performer has there been a perf- another performer or some other type of performance you have witnessed or seen that really influenced you and how did that shape how you went about your performances
1: hmm. Hmm. performer
0: or, or a singular performance you may mm. have seen where you're like, ooh, that was really great. I want to use that or I've never considered doing something like that or something of that nature hmm. in some way.
1: Well, I will say uh, one of the best shows I've ever seen, and whenever you see a show that is the best show you've ever seen, right. you take a lot of stuff from it. Of course, but, of course. Is uh, Corey Henry, who is an organist, like organist keyboard player phenomenal player uh and his band called the funk apostles and they're there i've seen them i've seen them three <laughs> times yeah and i feel like my top three favorite shows have been all of his shows All of his shows. <laughs> well uh, the name
0: like funk apostles uh, you know if you haven't checked them i mean out.
1: i mean it, so he's like literally like the most skilled keyboard player you'll ever see and he surrounds himself with so many musicians that are top in their field that he like doesn't even play the whole time. Like he just walks around the stage, like empowering them <laughs> and his presence and just command of the band and command of the audience is just so inspiring the way he just like, there's like no, like an audience can sense, um, like
0: fear. Sure. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and they'll and, turn on you
1: and there's no fear. There's no like. There's just pure music and
0: pure love for what he's
1: doing, um, in the way that he just like. And he and he also like con- directs the crowd to get involved with chants or with like uh, with singing along to the melodies and stuff. Uh, just really an inspiring performance from everyone on that stage, but especially Corey Henry being a band leader.
0: Yeah. Um, so what is what did you take away from seeing that for for? using with Gramps the Vamp. I think
1: just, like, uh, how um, how confidence can really just electrify an audience. And, like, if you are totally confident in what you're doing, uh, people are going to feed off that, just yeah. like how I fed off of sure. his performances. Um, and, yeah, I think, I think it inspires me also to – I mean, he does a lot of, like, on-the-fly arranging, like – horns and I'll like point at the horns and make some hands. <laughs> yeah, they'll yeah. do something different. Yeah. Uh, or like, yeah, like, like the vocal. I, all right. Secret. That I don't even I actually don't think they have horns. They have, <laughs> they have vocalists. <laughs> sure. sure. I'm just used to saying horns. Sure. They have vocalists and, uh, and you know, just like directing them to do different things uh, on the fly, which is amazing. But even just like empowering the band and, and giving, Clear cues and just being uh, it inspires me to just be like so prepared and ready to uh, take command of the
0: performance. Nice, yeah, very cool. Check them out though. Yeah, dope. I mean, Corey Henry and the Funk. Joe, Kaposal. Joe, you're on top of. Joe, Joe is the guy who's on top of these things more than I am.
1: Corey Henry but, is the one of the original keyboard. I don't think he plays with them anymore, but the original keyboard players for the band Snarky Puppy, which is a really popular like they're huge. If you haven't heard of them, it sounds ridiculous, but they like yeah. they play Millennium Park. Nice. Like they're they're like a huge, huge uh jazz fusion band. Yeah. And he's one of one of those members split off, did his own thing. Corey Henry. Check nice. it out.
0: Nice. Okay. Well uh thank you for sharing all of that. We're we're going to move to the last section of, of Couch Stories and that is The Lightning Round. Ding ding ding. <laughs> And okay, so this is gonna be easy. So I'm just gonna ask you a bunch of very quick questions about Chicago and your preferences and stuff like that. Some will be a little bit more open ended. A lot of them will be very quick. Just give me the first answer or what your preference is, and that's it. Very simple. And then and then that's it. And then you're done. Cool. All right, here we go. Are you ready? Ready. Excellent. Okay. Well, we already know you're a Sox fan, so that one takes that Sox out. Sox fan. So you're from the Burbs, but you live in the city. Do you prefer the city or do you prefer the burbs? The city. Okay. Excellent. Which is your favorite hood to go hang out when in, in to the To hang city? out? Yes. Ooh.
1: Um I love hmm It's tough. Mhm. I really do like to explore different neighborhoods all the time. I would say like if I'm going to go just like hang somewhere and just like walk around, Mhm. Pilsen.
0: Pilsen. Good area. Very good area. It's a okay. fun
1: area to just like yeah. walk around in. There's a lot of interesting sure. things going on.
0: Sure. Absolutely. Okay. Sears Tower or John Hancock?
1: I like the Hancock building. Mm-hmm. I like how it looks. I think it's a little more elegant, a little less boxy. mm mm-hmm. Um. I like that area. It's just a fun happening area. I mean, it's like touristy, but. Sure. But it's fun to walk around there. Uh. Also, a little bit of a, uh, shout out to Loyola's downtown campus. That's real right. close to there. So I like I was over there a lot when I was uh, going to college at Loyola. Nice, nice. Okay, River North or the Loop? Uh, the Loop. The Loop. Because River North is ugh. <laughs> Yep, sure river north is something yes it is but the the loop i mean the loop gets a bad rap touristy financial district all that stuff but like they have the art institute they have like which is my favorite thing to do favorite touristy thing to do in chicago okay so yeah I, i like the loop i like the i like walking along the lake over there and nice yeah okay
0: well river walk or beach river walk ah interesting yeah okay but if you had to choose a beach north avenue beach montrose beach foster beach
1: loyola beach
0: loyola beach (laughs) i'm unfamiliar (laughs) with the uh, loyola beach
1: uh loyola beach surprisingly yeah i used to live right off the beach when i was going to loyola up in rogers park and uh, i mean it's it's off the beaten path and it's a really beautiful beach and has a nice little pier that okay i did a lot of contemplating
0: ah okay
1: in my early 20s
0: nice planetarium or aquarium i would say
1: the aquarium
0: ah okay Just living living things living things to go living look things at. living things are more interesting
1: okay. than okay fake stars i guess gotcha <laughs> sorry aqu-
0: okay sorry uh planetarium no problem no problem okay uh millennium park or grant park millennium park okay all right, so what are, are, what what do you think is a little bit more iconic the bean or the buckingham fountain?
1: Buckingham fountain is more really?
0: iconic. Really? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I would i would actually kind of agree. I mean like more people go to the bean, but that's interesting that you said that. The, I mean I I
1: think it's just a matter of the Bucking, buckingham is so much older. True. Also true. Uh, but I mean the bean is definitely mm-hmm. stands out,
0: okay? It. All right, favorite uh deep dish pizza place. Pequads. Uh, are you going to go for an Italian beef or a Chicago-style hot dog? I get hot dogs more often,
1: but nothing beats uh, Portillo's Italian beef.
0: Okay, I was, that was going to be my next question. Portillo's or Al's? I'm, I'm beating all your questions. You're beating all my questions to the punch, man. God, you're uh, so Definitely good. Portillo's. Yeah.
1: I don't understand the Al's thing. Yeah. I don't understand it. Portillo's is so much better.
0: Well, we're going to actually do the beef off relatively soon. We're going to try out a bunch of beefs around the city. So look out Invite for that me. one. Plug plug. <laughs> yeah. I know everybody wants to be part of that. Uh, everybody's like, that sounds so dope, but okay. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, uh, what, uh, West side, South side, the loop or North side. What is your, Whoa. which side? What is your side? Where do you most identify? Cause you're a Sox fan. Yeah, I'm a Sox fan. You uh, paint out the loop, but my
1: parents, families originate from South, suburbs so but i I don't spend enough time there to to name that one as my favorite but uh i'd have to go west i just like yeah i like what's going on and on the west side ukrainian village uh bucktown wicker park logan square Humboldt park you know that's where i live Yeah, yeah that's where i spend most of my time
0: Nice. Okay. Well, we already know that you'd probably pick uh, what is it? Guaranteed rate field now because you're a Sox fan. So let me get into. Uh, I, yeah, I know it's still Comiskey. That name is so horrible. It's Comiskey, just like it's Sears Tower. But um, let me ask you this: For other sports, uh, are you are you uh, more gonna be watching uh, the Hawks, the Bears, or the Bulls? If you had to p- watch something outside of mm. baseball,
1: I would. P- I would pick the uh,
0: the Hawks. The Hawks. Nice. And
1: that's just cuz I like I think that's a more fun sport to watch. It personally. is very
0: fun. It is very fun. I've never heard anybody say that they don't like a hockey game. It's it's a fun it's sport. It's an sport experience. Okay. Very cool. All right. So, um here's uh I got I got one last uh question. Well, I'm going to ask you this one first. I know you said the Art Institute, but Field Museum or the Science Museum and Industry? Cuz obviously you you were like the Art oh, Institute. Oh yeah. But. Uh
1: I like the Field Museum.
0: Okay. Yeah. Nice.
1: Okay. Dinosaurs.
0: Yes, dinosaurs indeed. (laughs) Okay, all right. Now that we got that last one out of the way, this is the last, last one. I ask everybody this. Since you're a uh, Chicago born and bred guy, um, some of the other questions don't make sense, but this one definitely would. And I love asking everybody this question, and that is if you were going to give a piece of advice to somebody who was either coming to visit Chicago or moving to Chicago to live, what piece of advice would you give that person?
1: Hmm. Explore the neighborhoods. You're going to find so much different stuff uh, in each neighborhood. Like, all the neighborhoods are so different. Uh, don't get stuck in whatever neighborhood y- you read on Reddit is, like, the thing place where you should be. Like, yeah. Explore, get out there, don't be afraid to check out new places and... um uh, just experience everything the city has to
0: offer nice nice i want to ask you one last last question what is the best piece of advice you've ever gotten
1: oh i think the best piece of advice i've ever gotten is you make your own success Hmm. Um, my piano professor in college is what who told me that and he like is an amazing pianist amazing artist started his own record label pretty much just created everything that that he uh reaps the benefits of now and i think a lot of uh, artists go through their careers waiting for somebody to sweep them off their feet and give them their break don't wait for that create your own success i think is the best
0: advice nice well, Max McGathey, you just survived the lightning round and an episode of Couch Stories. How I do you barely, feel? I barely made it. I know. But I'm here. There you are. <laughs> you started on the couch and you're still on the couch. <laughs> Fantastic. It was a whirlwind. It was. It was. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show. You're welcome. And being a nice part be of the Couch Stories. Yeah, I really enjoyed chatting with you, man. I'm looking forward to ho- to working with you in the future here on sure. some short films and things that you would mentioned. Yes. I, I know we're definitely going to talk more about that. So, um uh, for those watching, check him out. Gramps the Vamp, Max McGathy. Max, uh, I know you mentioned this on the podcast, but also for anybody who's watching this or listening to this episode, where can they find more information about you and your wonderful band? You can go to grampsthevamp.com. Uh, that's Gramps
1: the Vamp, Grandfather the Vampire. <laughs> nice. And you can uh, also, um, we have an Indiegogo campaign running for uh, until. March 17th until St. Patrick's Day. Nice. So if you hear this before then, definitely definitely check that out. We'll definitely be posting. Search us on on Indiegogo and grab our new record.
0: Yes. We'll definitely be posting all those links uh, in the... uh, in the uh, uh, iTunes and Spotify and all that stuff. You're, you'll, you'll have access to the links, particularly on all the YouTube stuff as well. So, uh, Max, thank you very much for being on here. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode of Couch Stories and wonderful people like Max McGathy who run amazing bands like Grams the Vamp, and you want to learn more about cool people in Chicago doing cool things like Max, then follow The Chicago 60 and Couch Stories. Go to Chicago 60 on Facebook. Like and follow us there. Go to YouTube Subscribe, hit the notification bell, new comedy videos every Thursday, new couch stories, new the podcast, new a bunch of short films all coming out on there. So go do that. If you're listening to this on iTunes or Spotify, please leave us a five-star review and like and subscribe this podcast. It really helps with the rankings. And let us know what you think by leaving us that review. Let us know if we're doing great and if you like the content. And also, our Instagram is, underscore, is Chicago underscore six zero. Chicago underscore six zero. We put a lot of behind-the-scenes photos and everything up there by our wonderful man, uh, Norm Bird, who's standing over there, right over there right next to me. So please go follow us and do that so we can continue to promote wonderful people like Max and bring you amazing cool people that are doing cool shit in our city that we love, which is Chicago. So for that, please go and, and follow us and help us out. We'll be posting all the links and stuff so you can go support Max and Graham Savamp. And that was another episode of Cow Stories. Thank you very much. We will see you next time. Bye-bye.